Welcome to the Technology Equals Equality podcast. I'm your host, Lori Brooks, and this is Episode 9. Welcome, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me here for Episode 9 of the Technology Equals Equality podcast. This podcast is designed for you to hear the journey of those entrepreneurs who have been there and done that, find the pain in an industry that you may not have thought of, and hopefully create your new business through a business idea with a solution for the pain in the industry. Today, our guest is Shauna McKenzie. Shauna McKenzie is a public speaker and serial entrepreneur. Shauna is a believer that the recipe for success is when entrepreneurs blend their innate strengths with passion and strategy. Known for her big picture mentality and perceptive marketing insights, Shauna helps overwhelmed entrepreneurs kickstart their business, streamline their brand, and generate revenue through their passion. Shauna's entrepreneurial career began in 2007 with the founding of South Carolina's first full-time image consulting firm, McKenzie's Image Consulting. Recognized as one of the South's premier experts in impression management, McKenzie's Image Consulting has been featured in Huffington Post, Young and Fabulous, and Self-Employed Magazine, Mint.com, MSN, Career Builder, and many other media outlets. As an early adapter to social media, Mackenzie's Image Consulting quickly gained a following while Shauna became the go-to source for helping others effectively self-promote and market themselves in their own entrepreneurial venture. In 2011, Shauna developed an online e-course for aspiring image consultants. Following the success of this product, she has continued to build online content-based products, including an intensive six-week online certification course. I'm so thrilled to welcome you to the show, Shauna. Thank you for sharing your time with us today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Certainly. So first, we'd like to hear a story of how it is that you once saw the future before you decided to begin brand branding yourself and creating your best kept self? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> I laugh because I feel like that's an everyday, uh, an everyday occurrence for me. Um, you know, when I, when I started my business, I was only 22 at the time, I should say my first business. And so at that time, um, I still had a lot of growing up to do. And I was just having a conversation with um, one of my employees yesterday about how I remember sitting in a Starbucks in a, with a journal in my hand, mapping out exactly what my dream office was going to look like when I, you know, hit it big, um, down to the detail of the reception area. And I think, you know, in the beginning, you're just, you're so excited um, to, to grow whatever it is that empire is. And what got in the way for me kind of a couple years in was 
holding on to that vision so hard that I wasn't quite a, a letting myself evolve into the new path that had really um, happened right in front of me, if that makes any sense. So it served a purpose at its time, but I think, you know, one of the most important things to remember is that that vision can change, and if you hold on to what you think you started off with, you might be missing a lot of opportunities that are right in front of you. Certainly. You have to be ready to change and accepting of the fact that, you know, that path may bend and twist and turn, but, you know, if you just keep moving forward, you will arrive somewhere. Exactly. (laughs) Definitely. So what were some of the first steps that you took once you decided it was time to work for yourself? The very first thought that went through my head was, of course, a website. Um, And I see that being a common thought among um, most people once they get the business started is, you know, I need to get online. I need to get that website going. So that was that was the first step. Um, I definitely had sat down and started kind of writing out a business plan for myself. Um, that was that was constantly in the works. And to be honest, I never followed even anything that was in it. <laughs> um, and then the next steps were just, okay, get getting my name out there. And this was before social media really turned into uh, such a big thing that it is now. And so for me, it was what organizations locally can I get involved with? What sort of networking events are happening in my area? What sort of people do I need to be meeting? And kind of starting to build my Rolodex was was really those first few steps. So making your presence known and then really getting your name out there and networking with others, definitely exactly. with the website and, you know, creating your plan. And, and thus far, I think many of us have created that business plan in the beginning and we look back at it and chuckle yeah. every single time. Yeah. <laughs> I do have that plan. <laughs> and I look back at it like, wow, that's what I wrote. <laughs> so yeah. it's completely understood. It's a work in progress for everyone. But what did you find to be one of the most difficult parts of of becoming an entrepreneur and why did you find it difficult and how did you go about you know over overcoming uh, this obstacle because of course we all have those moments where we consider it to be a setback or you know I've had previous guests consider it a failure and as mentioned there are no failures there's only feedback so definitely tell us one of one of those most difficult parts for you um I think that I always reference year three of self-employment as being my my absolute toughest year. And what I was facing there was, as I touched on before, more of an evolution of where I was going that I didn't really want to accept. So what was happening is, you know, I started a consulting practice and I had kind of fallen out of love with the actual one-on-one consulting. And what I was really loving was the marketing side of it and social media was becoming a thing at that time. And then... um just the business, running the business and operations. And I didn't see that at the time. And so what happened was the I became incredibly contemptful um, about my business and I dragged my feet when it came to doing client work and ultimately my sales plummet plummeted and you know I was I was broke. Um, and any entrepreneur knows and I'm sure they've all faced that situation when you're broke it's one of the worst mindsets to be in. It blocks you up creatively. It blocks you up um, professionally. And it's really hard to push past that. And so um, that year, I really had a lot of reflection in dark moments of, oh, my gosh, did I did I do all this work to get myself in the wrong industry? And what was really happening is I just 
I evolved as a business owner and my interests kind of pivoted in a different way, but it still was all under the same scope. And so I needed to come to terms with that and, and make that choice. And that meant that, you know, for me to be able to pivot in the way that I wanted to, I was going to need to delegate and probably hire out, which meant more money that I didn't have someone to take over that so that I could grow. So it was kind of knowing when to spend the money to make money. Right. No, definitely. And and that's funny. That kind of leads into one of the next sections. But just to bring it back so that the audience really understands what it is that you were saying there, when you get to those points of difficulty and, and you do find yourself saying, I'm completely blocked. Why? Because you're completely broke. You're, you're just dealing with this moment of frustration and anxiety and it can create uh, that, that blocked moment where it takes self reflection. You really have to take a moment, look at yourself, stop what you're doing, recognize what it is that's making you happy on a day-to-day basis, and begin pivoting and following that to assist yourself in moving forward. Um, so definitely, you know, and, and as you were saying, uh, it's one of those moments where you begin creating your operations and procedures. Uh, that's what, you know, that's when you began realizing you had to systemize and delegate and um, you know, like I said, that was one of the next questions yeah. <laughs> was, you know, when did you begin forming your operations and procedures and building your team? And, and sometimes it comes from one of those moments of being stuck. So tell us a little bit more about one of your niche markets in, you know, training others in using their body language and reading microfacial expression. <laughs> yeah. So um, so image consulting is the, is the industry that I've primarily lived in for most of my business career. And so um, as a consultant, my background is all specifically in communication, which is a big part of your image, of course. Um, and body language and facial expressions are is that's one of my passions. I absolutely love the power that we have within body language, not only displaying it in a certain way um, for the advantage of building the relationship, but also becoming an, an excellent reader of body language so you can adjust the conversation as necessary. And I think a lot of people really overlook that element in terms of communication because we're so focused on the on the verbal and what words are being said but those are all just just facts and information when you really want to get to the core of someone's emotions and how someone's truly feeling that's when you really need to look at body language and i mean anyone can benefit from enhancing those skills in every situation personally and professionally Certainly. No, definitely. If, if your body language, you know, there's been multiple blogs and multiple studies on that. If, if your body language is representing something off from what it is that you're conveying verbally, it's very, very apparent and it's very important for people to pay attention to those things. Um, but what would you think that a prospective entrepreneur should really take into consideration prior to taking their leap? Um, whatever amount of, uh, work you think it's going to be, (laughs) (laughs) multiple that by 10. (laughs) That is a great answer. (laughs) That is such an excellent answer because, you know, there's, there's so many different things that, uh, you know, I've looked at over the past number of years, uh, you know, in particular, one of the books, uh, Four Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss, yep. it's an excellent book. And, you know, he does an 
awesome job of explaining how he has been capable of delegating and, and you know, minimizing the amount of things that he has to do during an everyday week. But that is something that comes with time. <laughs> it definitely is not something that an entrepreneur can start off with, you know, especially those who are bootstrapping it. If you're bootstrapping, you are attempting to wear a number of different hats when you begin, and the amount of work you think you're going to put in is definitely multiplied exponentially. <laughs> you know, I've always... Um, the way that I've looked at things, you know, in the beginning, you're either sacrificing your time, or your money. So if you're bootstrapping like I did, you're sacrificing your time to do everything yourself and figure it all out. Now, I've yes. acquired a lot of skill sets purely because I just had to do it myself. I didn't have the money to spend it. You know, now, um, and what I learned just, you know, in my example of year three is sometimes you still have to spend the money even when it's not there. You need to come yes. up with it to grow because at some point you can't sacrifice your time anymore. And I do. I, I think you're right. You know, there's there's so many great resources out there, including that book that help you get to that point. And, you know, even now, I'm, I'm definitely not putting in, you know, the same amount of hours on a daily basis as I was then. But that's because I'm now sacrificing money so that I can live a more well-rounded and balanced life, which is so important. Precisely, precisely. And in fact, I'll bring up another book. It's uh, Virtual Freedom by Chris Ducker, um, who will be a guest soon. Yay. <laughs> um, but, you know, he was actually, it, it, the entire book, his entire business is based off of finding that virtual assistant so that you can learn how to delegate properly and how to make it such a streamlined process of delegation that you're capable of freeing that time. So, you know, between those two books, like you said, if, if you spend the time and sacrifice the time in the beginning, you build to a point where you're capable of sacrificing the money mm -hmm. to gain that time later, definitely. Um, so as you know, this, this show is created to assist entrepreneurs in hearing the journey, finding the pain, and then creating a solution. So Shauna, we would like to help you. You went out and you found your niche market and you found the pain and you began serving that pain. But we would like to begin serving your pain. So if you had a magic wand and could change anything at all in your business, what would it be and why? Oh. Take a moment and definitely think about how this pain impacts business for you on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, operationally, procedurally. What is it that you're struggling with? That is an excellent question. Um... So, you know, one of the things that, that I've realized and in, in, in this journey with having kind of several ventures that I manage, um, my, my passion and my mission lies in best kept self. That, that is what's going to be in my life long term and, and has been before we rebranded it. Um, but the core of that message that you can have everything that you want personally and professionally if you first and foremost put yourself first, that's what I want to build the the next phase of my entrepreneurial career and my career in general around. The difficulty in that is because I want to drive that business with mission first, that means kind of stepping back and not forcing a revenue model from from the beginning to to um to, to kind of risk any sort of honesty and authenticity with the brand. So I've got to make up for everything else that I need to to do financially, like um you know paying paying payroll, paying taxes, 
uh, all my overhead. I've got to get that money from somewhere, which means that I need to still split my time and focus my time on these on these other ventures, which I love. But if I had to put priorities in place, best kept self would be at the top. So it's really difficult to know that, okay, I've got to be over here doing these things so that I can generate income and revenue for the business so that we can drive mission first with best kept self and move forward. And that I find personally is so difficult for me to do because all I want to do is live in the best kept self world and focus on that exclusively. And so every day it's a big challenge for me because I know I need to do these things over here and I need to give them my all, but that's so difficult when you're distracted and you really want to be somewhere else. Certainly, trying to once again figure out how to not have to trade that time for money. <laughs> I completely understand, you know, and that's partly how uh, the the podcast idea derived, you know, and that's what stood out in your profile and and uh, your business specifically is the transition um, that you're attempting to make as much the same as what I'm doing here with the podcast is really attempting to transition the consulting model that I've had into the podcast so that I'm able to reach a larger audience and explain to everyone what it is I explain to clients on a personal one-on-one basis, but kind of opening it up to a larger audience and hopefully creating discussions around these things. Um, you know, But of course, creating that revenue model around something is definitely a struggle. So thank you for sharing that. And I know that we as a group will be in the Facebook and, and uh, brainstorming on ideas and ways to assist you with... Uh, you know, generating new models for that income base with this transition for yourself. But Shauna, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining us here today. I truly appreciate you providing us with your time and expertise. And share with our listeners the best way that they can find you. The best way and the easiest way to get a hold of me is on Twitter. I'm a Twitter fiend. Um, so you can <laughs> find me at the handle Ms. Shauna Mack, and that's MS. S-H-A-U-N-A-M-A-C-K, Ms. Shauna Mack. Um, and then you can also find me at bestkeptself.com. Awesome. And again, everyone, you can reach out to Shauna at bestkeptself.com. Or you can also reach out to her through our show notes page on our new domain at technologyequality.com forward slash Shauna. Shauna, thank you again for joining us, and we wish you a wonderful day. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Image consulting and motivational speaking, guys, you can build your business off of whatever your passion is. Be ready for the change, but get out there and start something so that you have something to change. So just get out there. That's the point. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Thank you again for joining me. And until next week's episode, when we continue to hear the journey, find the pain and create solutions, enjoy the week.